posted something recently that was along the lines of saying, let God be someone's God. And you don't have to fix this person. You don't have to answer a phone call. You don't have to, you know, give your new number out after you've changed it. You don't have to follow someone on social media to still be okay with them in real life. Or maybe you don't want to be near them or associated with them in real life. It is freaking okay. Life will not stop. Time will not cease to be a measurement. You know, it, it, it's, it, nothing will break down into crumbles if you walk out the room. You know. And I often question, is it a martyr syndrome that makes us do these things? Is, is it a martyr syndrome where we... You know, oh, I got to help these people because I got to help these people and they need me. And who do you need? You. If you don't sign up for Thursday, there is no Thursday for you. You realize that? If you don't sign up for tomorrow, there is no tomorrow for you. So you need you more than they need you. So you have to choose you. Now. People bring up the long run and a long run is it's so overused that people don't even really it doesn't hold the same weight but let me walk you through an example of what the long run is okay let me make up a scenario okay say I never decided to give my family boundaries say I never decided to give people from social media boundaries my husband boundaries um anyone that I work with boundaries any of that like say I never did that and I just let them tap into my well and run me dry whenever they needed something right no matter if I had time to rest or not imagine I did that right when we do stuff like that you know, we have to steal time for, from, somewhere, from somewhere else in order to complete the mission in the moment we're in today. So today, if I'm bone dry and I let everybody pull from me today, I'm going to have to pull energy from a time later on in my life to go right now. I'm, which means that I'm going to stress my body and my mind and my heart in order to push through this moment, right? Let me walk you through what you're doing. You're basically stopping the, stopping the clock, stepping outside of the clock, walking all the way down to 60, 70-year-old you. And you walk into that, that place and you tell that version of you in the future, hey, um, I know that graduation you wanted to see. Yeah, so I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to need all three of these days because I need to take this extra no years I'm gonna take this ex the extra years from this moment you know because I need them up here in the front I need that energy that's going to be used back here up here well wait I wanted to see this child graduate oh no 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 it has right here in the books that you know right now in 2021 at five o'clock p.m we need to give energy, extra energy to this person and that person because you won't tell them no. So I need to come into the future to get that time because that's essentially what happens. Think about it. My mother gave me some brilliant advice after she, you know, 
after she started getting sick and stuff like that, she said, Toy, if I would have just slowed down. And she's been telling me that over and over again. She said, What you doing? You're not gonna take a you're not gonna take a break? Okay. So how are you gonna handle all that stress? She's concerned about me. You wanna know why? Every time I get something new, she's not asking, Oh wow, how much money are you gonna make? You know what she's saying? How 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 are you gonna how are you gonna manage what you got going on? Like, what's up? What's that plan? Like, what's this what's the stress relief plan? Because this woman has told me over and over again that if she would have rested, if she would have made these choices, her body wouldn't be failing her right now. So essentially, when she was young and she didn't want to stop, she walked into the future and stole time and stole energy. You know? And I felt it yesterday you know a lot of good things are happening but there's also terribly uncomfortable and unfortunate things happening you know the type of unfortunate that you know how you look at something that's really tall and you know the ladder can't reach it that's how the bad is the type of bad that's happening Right now is the type of bad that my hands can't reach. No matter how tall my ladder is. that I got to leave that up to time and God. That's a tough... Oh, honey, that's a tough combination. You got to leave that up to time and God. Because I can't fix that. Money can't fix that. That person is going to have to come to their senses by learning. How do you learn time? How do you catch the whole lesson, failure or success? You know? And those things happened. And it's like I'm in this place where I can't. Like, I need to physically celebrate this stuff. But then at the same time, I'm just like, okay, let's just get this work done. Forget it. I don't even need to celebrate it now because this is whatever, right? But um, I tell you this, yesterday was so rough that I felt like, what did I want to eat? Uh, okay, so I have a very bad dairy allergy, right? So it ranges from itching to vomiting to... um just being a little uncomfortable or whatever and sometimes uh my lips my jaws swelling that kind of thing you know I know someone's thinking okay so we have we labeled this as dangerous yet or are you still acting like this is something that's kind of okay but let me tell you what I do now if I'm super upset like and I'm like you know what I don't want to get a vi- uh, you know a vice that could really you know hurt my organs or whatever or I'm just like nah I don't want to do that maybe I'll just get something really good to eat you know and not like I don't have an issue with emotional eating or anything and I do understand some people do but I just wanted something in that day to go right right 
And I almost went and got a meal that had cheese and dairy in it. And I went in my purse to grab the Benadryls to take about two or three of them to try to combat the reaction that was going to happen ahead of time. And I stopped myself and I said, Toya, don't steal from your future. Because you know overusage of Benadryl can mess with your body. Having these allergic reactions, I mean, what are you going to do when it gets EpiPen status? You don't want to keep abusing your body like that. You don't want to rob from your future like that. And I said, damn it. You know, and I just went and picked up some regular nuggets, nothing dairy or anything like that. It was it was okay, but you know, it felt uncomfortable to make that choice, but when I heard my future talk to me and tell me, "Hey, don't do that." Cuz around 68, we're going to need your body to be in this condition to take this trip with your grandkids. Huh? You want to see that recital? Mm-hmm. You want to see that moment? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and, and, and put the stuff down that's damn near about to kill you every time you eat it. Girl, if you don't find something else to do. You know? <laughs> and that's my future talking to me. When I think about, you know, you know, with with seeing people with health issues and stuff like that due to things that they've had or, you know, like, wait, wait. So my thing that helped me get through the stressful moment that took some of the edge off the stressful moment now has me not having a certain quality of life at 70. But when I was young, I act like it ain't that bad. Because when I was young, I just wanted to knock the edge off that bad that I didn't care where it came from. If the time and energy came from my future, I didn't give a damn. I don't want that to be my story. So I have to choose like that every day. And it's hard. It's not easy. It may be audibly coming out of my mouth easy, but it's not easy. At all making those kind of decisions, but... That's the kind of decisions that change our lives. That's the kind of decisions that give us more time. You know. So when we're dealing with the heavy moments of life... Consider where that extra energy could be coming from. Could you imagine that happening? Could you imagine stealing moments from the future? You know, people think it's funny the way I think about the future, meaning like, damn, you're always like concerned about certain parts of your future. That's because I know I'm going to get there one day, man. Like, you know, I I know I'm going to get there one day. I want to see my grandkids do certain things. I don't want to feel like 
you know, now they have to mourn me because I made all of these martyr-like decisions with my life, gave no one boundaries. I was the good guy. I was the help. You know, I carried that crown straight to the grave. That's what I don't want to do, you know? That's not, that's not what I want to do. That's not the kind of, that's not, that's not the legacy that I want to live. I mean, I want to leave behind, like, you know, and that I want to live out. That's not the legacy that I want. I worked so hard. I did this. I did that. But did I, but did I live though is the question. So I'm not going to give you a boundary. I'm going to wear myself out, constantly stress, keep my body in stress mode, which we all know that that feeds horrible stuff into your body. So I'm going to live at stress mode just so I could please you right now. When the truth is, honey, we all die alone. We born alone too. We all die alone. And sometimes people will tap into your well and milk you dry just so they can get their fix that they're not patient enough to get from God or they're not um, open enough to get from God. Because just how everybody wants heaven on earth, everybody wants God on earth. If, if I could tell someone, hey, you either wait to hear from God in whatever way God speak to you, or you can get an answer from me right now in this second. They're going to say, uh, I'm going to take Toya's answer right now for 500 It's not because I'm smart. It's because people just want what they want right now. And it doesn't matter. And no, your parents, your your, your siblings, your, your friends, they're all not, well, hopefully they're not man- maliciously thinking, who cares if she hurts? I just want her to make me feel better. Hmm. I mean, I I hope they aren't doing that. But in reality, a good bit of people aren't doing that. They don't even know that that's selfish. There's so much that people don't even know that that's selfish. It's just unreal. You know, even when you think about acts of love. Oh, I remember when I was young, you know. Like, first having sex as a young girl... It was all about the person. I acted like I was a woman and it was about me, but it was really all about that person and making them feel good and making them feel love and making them like me. Aha, that's the selfish strand. Same way with guys. We get into adulthood because we, I mean, we can be honest. (laughs) We know men aren't, I mean, teenage boys aren't thinking about pleasing, right? But think about when you get into grown men, grown man land, Guess what happens? Even a man wanting to give you an orgasm sometimes can be selfish. Just how a woman wanting to please you can be selfish. Because they want to feel like a man and a woman wants to feel sexy. She wants to feel wanted. She wants to feel whatever. All of these selfish reasons, that's why you see when you see people on TV like risking everything for a certain type of lover. It's not so much, I, I think it's less about the type of sex that they have when they start risking everything I think it's more of the connection and the fusion that could happen that that's so rare to them that they're willing to risk it because pretty much everything else they've experienced has been selfish 
you know, and I'll say this clear again, men and women can do the same thing. But there's so much that's done selfishly that people don't even know that, you know, if I say, no, I'm going to rest and you say, um, yeah, no, I think we should really whatever. You know, it depends on the situation, though, because I've had something that happened recently where I was like, look, I'm going to just go ahead and stay home. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, girl, come on, because I need to get out. Right. But then there's other times where it's just like, no, I need if I would have said in a different circumstance, you know, if I would have said, "Okay, so. I'm going to take a weekend. I'm not going to look on social media. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to go sit in a hotel so I could be by myself. And, you know, she she wouldn't have said, hey, let's go out to eat. You see what I'm saying? That's because she cares, though, you know. And she's aware. I'm not saying that everyone else doesn't care, but it's just that some people just aren't aware. And that can be for a bunch of reasons. But if you, you know, there's moments you educate and there's moments you accept where, hey, this person doesn't know, so I have to show them. And then there's the moments where it's like, oh, I have to accept this. You don't really give a damn. You just really want what you want from me, no matter how it comes. No matter what I have to suffer through, no matter if I'm able, whatever. You have to say no. You don't owe anyone anything. Another thing that people say casually, and it's usually the people that you see saying is the people who kind of, they're really inconsiderate. They don't really care about people, but... I've seen some hardcore people, you know, who really deserve to say like, man, you really, you really don't owe that person anything. You don't have to prove your, your worth and that you're a good friend through sacrificing every part of you when you need peace and quiet, man, look, even if, you know, in any walk of life, there's a time where a spiritual leader has taken a gap, like a sabbat, like a like a space off by themselves anyone you can think of they need solitude you know but I think it 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 travels close to worth too do you think that you're worth that kind of care who told you that you say what told you who told who would tell me something like that people don't physically tell you that they tell you things by how they treat you And a lot of times we just regurgitate all the same hurt that we've gotten. And now it's time to say it's enough. Uh, Delete people. You know, you're not deleting the person's existence. You're deleting their placemat that's in your life. It's simple. Trust me. (laughs) You saw what happened on Castaway. Look, look, listen. Remember when he came back? He finally came back. Tom Hanks and his wife was with somebody else. Honey, honey, you have to realize that. Like if I'm saying there's this self, everybody knows of a selfish kind of person that they've dealt with as a friend. All they want to do is vent, 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 vent. And if you act like you can't do it, 
eventually they find someone else and they go vent, 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 vent. And then they also add in that you were a bad friend and vent, 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 vent. You know? And then, you know, even speaking of that, finding out what's stressful for you and your personality type, you know, instead of making all of these uniform rules of how we should be. That's just like me. I'll tell someone in a minute, I'm not the person you vent to. I'm not. I'm a solutions-driven person. So if you don't want solutions, I don't know what to do with venting. Because if I call and tell you something, I'm never just venting. Let's be clear. If I call you, I need you to help me see what I already know and tell me some things I don't know. You know? Like remind me of some things and help me get a solution so I don't have to be here because drama is not my state of life. Like... I don't have, I don't do drama. I don't, you know? So, and a lot of people say that, but they stay with drama. But no, like, for real. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Outside of my husband, I have two baby daddies and I have no drama, ever. And that's just, that's just the way it is. That's just how my cookie crumbles. I do not like that. And I practice a life where I don't even give it. I don't, I won't talk to you. They've had people that have blatantly did whatever, and I just won't talk to them. For what? I don't even want to hear the octaves in your voice. I don't want to hear the, the, the tone, the pitch, the, the hue of your energy. I don't want anything to do with it, you know? And I have the right to be that way, and that does not make you a mean person. Girl, change your number. That's what you need to do. You know, but such and such have give the people who you want to have it. It's that simple. Let me tell you something. If me with a bubbling career, I could just change my number. Girl, you could change your number. You know, I. You know what I do? I give my new agent. I mean, my agents. I make sure I give them my new number. Easy. You know, man, it's not as hard as we make it. It's really not as hard as we make it. But the problem is, you know, a lot of times we don't want to let go of stuff. You know, and that's why you're like, well, I'm waiting on this and I'm waiting on this. And, you know, I want this and I have this goal. And it seems like, man, I feel like I'm always waiting on that goal. Check your inner circle. You still holding on to space, fellas? Hmm? You still keeping the door cracked? You should keep closed? Some blessings not going to come into your life until a door is completely closed. I be trying to tell people that. They don't be listening. But I be knowing. Some blessings ain't going to never come to your life because they ain't going to eat off them. And right now, you think, you think, you think that you're going to be strong enough to say no, but you're not. And that, my friend, is wise because certain certain reaping ain't meant for certain people, certain character types. Because some people's character is just so shoddy and shitty that it, it cannot handle any flex of inflection. Like, it cannot handle any height raise because they're going to immediately put their foot on someone's neck. They cannot handle that. Some men cannot. Some men, meaning man, woman, they can't some people can't handle power yeah some people can't you know so keep that keep that in mind and and you know 
You ain't got to hold nobody's hand. Somebody else will hold a hand. You're going to be fine and this is going to work out. This is all going to work out. And we're going to stop robbing our future because we don't want to say no to someone right now. And, we'll, and remember, remember, keep that in your mind. When you tapped out right now and you still keep pushing, you walking into your future and saying, hey, sorry, got to take this. You can't have this memory because we had to shorten your life at the end to give you more energy up here. So the stress is going to continue to create this problem that's going to manifest at this age. So, yeah. Man, it's a, it's it's an ugly picture to paint, but somebody got to grab that brush. And I, I just got it in my hand right now. And I, and I, I hope you choose you because, again, you're worth it. And, I mean, shucks, I want to see you play your part in the world. Everybody got a role, Jack. Like, everybody got a role. And I'm waiting for you to grab your role and hold it and run with your banner and baton, you know? So, choose you. See you next time. If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya, Dash, Bodhi, or Cash App, dollar sign, Toya, Bodhi, T-O-Y-A-B-O-U-D-Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Mm-hmm.